And we join on the line now by our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning. Top of the morning to you, Sakina. I hope you're well. I certainly am. Now, yeah. Clive, Asian currencies stabilized after the biggest two-day sell-off in four years, and uh, yep. that's as the yuan's tumble actually eased. So talk to us about all the developments around that particular currency. There has been mixed emotions, particularly in the emerging market space when it comes to what the Chinese decided to do yesterday. Uh, if you look at, for example, the South Korean won, uh, which jumped 1.3% overnight, including the Malaysian ringgit as well, it rallied as well. Obviously, the weaker yuan creates new opportunities for these emerging markets. We saw it slightly on the Sebastian market as well yesterday. Not necessarily impressive, but you can see what happens when China... Um, continuously continue uh, to obviously take down the uh, actual um, uh, uh, rate uh, of exchange. So what has happened to Kinex created a little bit of panic, and a lot of people obviously are hurt. Earlier, my colleague mentioned the massive sell-off is taking place. So China's decision is obviously uh, to create a new space for for its currency to be more competitive when it comes to its exports, and it's going to create a new platform uh, for the likes of the emerging markets to be able to get cheaper goods out of China than what they used to before. Um, so if you look at what that actually did for the rest of the Asian market, the MSCI, every emerging markets index jumped by 0.6%. The MSCI Asia Pacific was also in the positive, sitting at 0.4% into the green. Mm. And then, um, you know, just looking at what uh, the uh, central bank is saying there, um, keeping the yuan stable at a reasonable mm. equilibrium level, and um, th- th- then talks of a free-floating currency. Now, what is that? <laughs> they, they call it normal movement of the yuan exchange. That's what they call it. They say it's normal. But we know that by the response of markets yesterday and early hours this morning, it's nothing but normal. So what they mean to Kina is that they, they, will, they want to pro, uh, promote a consistent onshore and offshore yuan exchange. And just to make it simple, it's, it, it's things that happen internally in the economy that uses the yuan and the exchange outside, which is the, the offshore, uh, when it comes to exports and, uh, and imports. So the value of the yuan has been weakened deliberately to create more opportunity for people who are outside buying into China uh, to pay slightly less than what they used to before, and they get more for the yuan than what you would normally get. What this has done, which is quite interesting in the United States, it has slowed down (laughs) the strength of the dollar. And that's why perhaps maybe people are still worried about mm. why China made this decision. So they've actually weakened um, um, dollar strength, uh, which has been running quite uh, aggressively in the last couple of months, which is quite interesting, Sakina. And then um, a quick update on Google Inc. Uh, seeing that mm. they're continuing to rise following their reorganizing into a holding company called Alphabet Inc. Yeah, Alphabet Inc. is going to be headed up by Mr. Page, who's been part of Google for a very long time. Here's what's interesting about this decision, is that they are deciding to split their technology side, which is obviously uh, the, the IT side of Google that we utilize with the, the web and all that. And then they have a research side, which is going to be this new Google uh, company, which is now going to concentrate on research and promotions and, and creating new innovative ways of fighting the gap. So very, very interesting time, Sakina. I think what's important to remember is now Google fights and competes with the likes of Alibaba. It fights with the likes of uh, 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 Android. It's, it's interesting 
that these companies, although they were web-based, they have changed completely their competition. They're now doing cars. They're now doing... <laughs> it's quite <laughs> remarkable what these companies do. So it means that the likes of Lenovo and Microsoft now have to change their model if they want to compete with the likes of Google. Very interesting move. Certainly is. And um, it is a Thursday, Clive, so uh, we have an investment theme. And today's is one-dimensional investing that is killing the African economy. Now, a lot of times we hear a lot of people talk about how progressive African economies are and how stable they are. Unfortunately, Sakina, a research has shown, it comes from Oxford University, that shows volatility in the last couple of months on the African continent. If you look at the focus of uh, uh, the interest in, in what the IMF has said of the growth prospect for Africa, it's estimated to be sitting at about 5%. Uh, Mr. Alistair Sparks, who's also a very well-known economic commentator, refers to countries that are not doing well, that are stagnant in their growth uh, prospects. Look at Burkina Faso, Ethiopia, uh, Guinea-Bissau, Kenya, Madagascar, Mauritius, uh, Swaziland, and Togo. These are countries that he is worried that they are not doing their full potential. And what that does, it it creates a problem uh, for countries that do want to expand or who have the opportunity to do so. We spoke about a lot of times, we talk about the African exposure and the African dream and the African diaspora. It seems that dream and that diaspora is now slowing down. And this has nothing to do with just Africa itself. It has to do with what is happening in the global market. Uh, the rest of the markets are under pressure. We've been talking about China. We've been talking about Europe. We've been talking about America. We heard last week uh, uh, that uh, Rica, for example, went into a default as well. So they're following the likes of Greece. These problems are making it hard for the African countries to do relatively well. The question is, what is the turnaround strategy? And I think it's technology, 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 and advancing innovative ideas.